Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Evening, and I can build yep. from there. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I totally agree I with imagine that. that's how he's thinking, yeah. But, you know, I, I I think Penny's probably come at it from I should be allowed to make that determination. You know what I mean? Like, you guys should let me choose what I want to do with my team. And it, and it really shouldn't be necessarily something that you guys are presiding over. Um, that said, I also understand why the university wants to do its due diligence. Yeah. Um, and I, I, look, I was, I was one of those people, you know, I wrote, I felt, and I felt that way. I mean, again, the facts of the case have changed, but I was one of the people saying, this is not worth it. This is not worth it. Now that those felonies are gone, and this is potentially going to be pled down to a you know a misdemeanor, you know. I don't really know what diligence there is for Memphis to do. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, they've made it pretty easy for you at this point. Yeah, yeah that's and what it, I'm saying. It sounds like, like Mr. Like, Owens has sent over everything you need. The fact that yeah, he, I mean, I you know, this I, is have, I be, have to be fair about this stuff, man. Like, you know, it's different when you're staring down nine felonies. It's different, you know, and that is a completely you know, completely separate set of circumstances. We were talking about a misdemeanor here, you know, and all I have is all I have. I've got the facts of the case. I don't have the, you know, the, the conjecture. I don't have the, you know, the media coverage. Like I can't, that's not fair to Mikey as that's not fair to anybody, you know? So if, if, but I would tell you, you still had to wait to allow it to play out. Even when it looked at that, that's, that, that is the point that you and I, went back and forth about with you. I agreed that I could see everything you were saying right. in terms of bad look. Is it worth the risk right. of everything else? But what I continued to try to get you to understand was that you had to wait to let it play out. It, it didn't look like the prosecution was going to make any kind of plea deals because it went on for so long. But obviously the process plays out and you have a completely different feeling because of how it did. And so, that, I mean, that's why it's so important, you know, well, not, no, not I, to I, rush I, I, on That these. is true. That is fair. That is completely, you're, you're exactly right. And, and in this case, I would have been, if I was the coach, I would have been, I would have looked dumb. I would have looked like, man, I, I abandoned a kid, you know, who, uh, who ends up who with a misdemeanor. Could have been a bad look for, right. yeah, in right. that point. It's right. a, it's a bad look for the coach that said he had his yes. back at one point, right? Now, you know, but, if we looked up and they kept adding Philly charges up until the end of the, this thing, and he, you know, that's, that, that would be it's up. But that, look, Penny, Penny bet on it. And Penny was right. He trusted what Mikey and his attorneys were telling him, mm-hmm. and he was he was right to do so. Um, you know, and yeah. so I think that's something that you have to consider into this. I mean, I I think the time for the diligence was was you know months ago, Jason. I think it was you know you you had a you had a full year to sort of digest this. You know, 
Um, it was interesting to hear, too, that the he said the kid was willing to, almost willing to take a charge, um, one of the ones that was thrown out, I guess, ultimately, to expedite this and get get here faster. You, hear, you it, heard it, that it, part, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's pretty, it, it, it's so, indicative. So, of, almost uh, glad he, he didn't do that. In the, almost glad he didn't do that in the sense that, you know, with what you end up on your record, is, a, is to, after it's all said and done, it's a misdemeanor. Nobody can prove you even fired a gun. So, you know, better, I, I think the way it's worked out, and, and clearly you're right, Penny, Penny played this very smartly. Uh, the way it's worked out, it just seems uh, like you're, you're, you're talking about very little standing in the way of, of at least Mikey joining the team next year. Again, I, I would tell you, ball back in his court on that because clearly, you know, you'll have some other opportunities. We'll see if he's willing to wait. Jabba ran on my grizzly. Is, uh, I think he's done talking now. Jabba ran on my grizzly. Sum it all up then. Good. He said a lot. He said a lot, uh, including um, never before reported uh, y- your mentorship, Jason. Uh, the, 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 I guarantee you that is not in there. That man don't give a hot damn about what old Smooth got to say. But apparently don't care what other NBA players have got to say. We'll get into that when we come back. Jason and John, I'll you for ESPN. Today's Perks deal will make you hungry. Enjoy $50 of delicious fine Asian cuisine for just $25 at Mulan Asian Bistro. Get your perk now digitally at GetMyPerks.com. Ja Morant. Morant, downhill at Randall. To the left side of the window. Scoops with a left hand and off the window and in. Morant around a screen from Adams. Into the lane. Hangs, floats, scores, and he'll get one more. Roddy across the floor. Right wing Morant. Tees up a three on the way. Ring it up. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzly Station. Now, back to the Jason and John Show. Live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at Leaders CU. Dot com slash ESPN 929 FM ESPN Jason and John, I just heard of him, ESPN. Hey, Jason, do we know if uh, Anthony Sainz going to be in studio? Uh, I believe he'll be over the phone. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to get out of there quickly enough. Either way, the plan is to have him at 1230. Got it. Okay, cool. So Anthony Sainz going to join us at 1230. Um, big news for Jason. I did just follow him from my burner account, Hitman Hoops. Uh, <laughs> I know that was a big That's thing you. for you. You That's did not earn you. it, though. Didn't know you are going to bring that play play out to the forefront. <laughs> Slide down. Inside baseball. Um, Look, John Morant spoke today. Let's get into it. Let's do the rundown. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right. Uh, John Morant is on his Grizzly. He is uh, returning to the on the court on Tuesday against the Pelicans, and uh, I'll just kind of go through, um, curated by Drew Hill, the biggest things uh, that okay. uh, that were said. And if you have anything else, Jason, that you that oh, you, you go that right you, ahead. You know, if you have anything else I didn't mention, just you know, p- feel free to to jump in. Yes, um, John Morant says he's been focusing on himself outside of basketball. Says he's trying to become more of a leader uh, on the court. 
Said he checked in with Adam Silver, and it went good. Said he hopes to uh, be back to midseason form the first game, but he doesn't want to force some historic game or anything his first game back. Said it was tough being away from the team. Quote, some horrible days. It was tough. The support through this process helped me a lot. Uh, John Morant, his fan, says, I'm just as excited to see them when that time comes. Uh, John Morant on why people should believe he's made the right changes. I can't make people believe me outside of my actions. Uh, John Morant said, I've made a lot of mistakes, some that aren't even public with my family. A lot. Uh, John Morant said, there is definitely some guilt in the Grizzlies losing games this season. I take full responsibility for that, even though I'm not on the floor. My decisions put me um, in that position. Uh, Said he does not want to focus on the playoffs or the play-in. Needs to stay on the right now. Said he believes Desmond and and, uh, Jaron are playing at an all-star level. Uh, said he has everybody around him now that he needs to get to where he wants to be. His family, the organization, and his teammates did not talk to any other players around the league. He's in therapy. Said it gave him a new look on life. Um, and uh, said he can't say that he regrets what happened because it has made him better. Um, and now he has a share a share size chip on his shoulder. It's not a small chip. It's a share size. So that's the that's the highlights of it, Jason. I mean, I, I got to say, like, you know – it all sounds great, you know. It sounds great. It's just, it's just going to be about the, it's going to be about the actions. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious to hear because I'm kind of with you. I'll be curious to hear what our man Anthony saying has to say about it. he was down there. Uh, if it's any different than than the way you and I are feeling about it, pretty standard uh, as far as I'm concerned on the answers. I'm not, I'm not overly, overly impressed or or, uh, or or disappointed in any way uh, because it's again just part of the process, and so I, I don't know. That we were going to have a uh, uh, any kind of reaction to this, unless he said something like, you know what, well, you know, um, no, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't care, I don't care. I'm back, and I don't care about my past. I'm not talking about it. I'd have been concerned then because there needed to be an accountability. There needed to be a we understand you understand the gravity as we've continued to put it uh, of your mistakes. And and Josh said that he says he feels a guilt, and so you know said what you're supposed to say. Um, I'm more excited about again seeing him on the court and. And getting through this, and and more importantly, not having any of these again, that that that's going to be the key. Um, you know, here here's the deal: there is a responsibility on Jaws' part. I know, I know, you know, and and sometimes we still apply the logic that you know these NBA guys they make mistakes, and you hold them up as role models if you want to. Charles Barkley said, "I'm not a role model," but Ja, whether he wants it or not, is, and you are this reason because you've decided to cash in when it comes to the pull and draw that you have with kids. And my the evidence of that is clearly the deal that he's got with Nike. I mean, you're, you're selling kids' shoes. Kids love you. And there was a responsibility. And I know, you know, so much of this gets caught up in the, the gun debate and whether Ja waving a gun is, is you know, how, how is it reckless? Is it should he be allowed? We get into the rights of that. But when you're talking about selling yourself and your brand to kids, there's an image that you need to portray. There's a responsibility that comes with that. And so understanding how you screwed up, you know, all part of it, again, bo- both for the Grizzlies and the organization, the franchise and everybody that's going to be down at FedEx Forum tonight and, and in the future, but, but also for the, for the kids that you inevitably are selling shoes to. You know what I'm saying? That you, but whether you want to or not, you are a role model to those kids again, and and it's it's uh, it's imperative that you that you operate and move that way. And so I, it feels like there's an understanding. Again, we thought there was an understanding after you made the first mistake, and you tell Adam Silver, "I get it. It won't happen again." 
Um, but th- there is a lot at stake besides just the Grizzlies' future, the business of Ja. There's a bunch of kids out there that love them, look up to them, and right now they're, you know, all the jokes between them are about, oh man, Ja Morant's going to be on Grand Theft Auto on the cover, of Grand Theft Auto with a. Gu-. You got to start changing that perception, man, um, because whether you want to or not, you're, you're, you, it, those kids are impressionable, and your actions go a long way towards, uh, you know, your actions again are are, are looked to by them. So again, I'll, hopefully he understands all that. Yeah, I think he does, um, and. You know, I'm, I like, like I said earlier in the show, I'm I'm going to be optimistic that um, you know that ultimately that that was it, that was the end. That that just being away from basketball and you know not being able to to help his team, you know, um, on top of everything else that's happened. Hopefully, that's sort of a, a feeling that you know he doesn't forget. Um, you know, because that's part of growing up. It's part of maturing. You know, is learning. You know, uh, what you stand for. And you know it 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 it, it, it 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 is not a straight line as we know, um, but you know look, Jai didn't Jai didn't harm anybody, Jai didn't hurt anybody. You know this is not Miles Bridges, okay? Um, obviously, it's an optical thing. It's an optical thing that the, but I do you know I do want to keep it sort of in perspective here that you know, like the study, John Morant didn't murder anybody. John Morant didn't 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 you know beat up his girlfriend. John didn't you know he didn't do any of that stuff. I mean this was a you know, a, a, a series of poor decisions on social media that, you know, again, is, is an optical fail, which I completely understand why the NBA had to take, you know, uh, action. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have, but I also think like, you know, okay, you know, it, it, this is, this is a, this is a John Morant thing. This isn't, you know, John Morant is a, is a danger to society, you know? So I, like, I don't think he has to be like, you know, so hard on himself. Um, he just has to be available. That's really what it is. Just be available for your teammates, and the rest is fine, man. You know, I, I, John Morant's a good dude. He's not, you know, again, a menace to society out here. It's like, uh, you know, uh, gonna gonna hurt somebody. <laughs> you know, it's 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 about him and and sort of, you know, being being within himself. So, I'm I'm, I'm excited about it, Jason. Um, you know, I think uh, I think I, I I I can't wait to hear that ovation on Tuesday, man. It's gonna be. Uh, you know, when he's back in is, – is that, that no, no, in no. Memphis, that's right? Tuesday's the Pelicans. It's on the road. The first one here okay. will be Indiana, right, if gotcha. I'm not okay. mistaken. Wow, what a know. game. What a game. That's going to be Morant versus Halley. I mean, that is at the house. That is going to be a hellacious game. Wow. And it's going to be fun again to, like, be able to talk about these Grizzlies games that, that are you know, and, and, and they're meaningful because they have, you know, the they have what they have instead of, you know, uh, trying to piece this thing together. So – I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm looking forward to that. So I'm, I'm pulling for John Moran. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to come back. This team's going to take off and win a lot of games in the meantime. So anyway, John Moran had his uh, first real uh, media availability, addressed it all, and now it's full steam ahead for his return on Tuesday against the Pelicans. Next story. Yeah, that Indiana game, It's a, that's Thursday on the 21st. That's going to be a hot ticket before they go back hot out. Tickets, before they brother. go back out on the road for four straight Pretty much to finish up the month of December, you'll get one more in December, New Year's Eve, against Sacramento with job. But that, yeah, that Indiana game against Halliburton, it's going to be hard to get in that thing. I may try though. I may try though. That'll be that'll be quite okay. The, yeah, that'll be quite the atmosphere. Speaking of atmospheres, uh, tomorrow at two, there should be a heck of a one down at FedEx Forum. The Tigers, the Memphis Tigers, in this case, a host a Clemson team that clearly comes in here a little bit better, perhaps than you. I, I, I think. 
than you thought they would be coming into the season. You'd hope this had been a good game for you, a, a solid non-conference opportunity, but it's turned into much more than that. Uh, clearly and, and very firmly entrenched in what would be a quad one spot uh, with where this uh, Clemson team is ranked from an analytical standpoint. Sitting at 9-0, and uh, has knocked off Alabama on the road, including some other uh, pretty impressive wins. And uh, yes, comes in here as a team that doesn't beat itself. And Penny Hardaway, who has uh, uh, agreed with our man John on Monday that the college basketball world has clearly shown disrespect for Memphis of what it's done at 7-2 and two with the 13th or 14th toughest non-conference schedule in the country. Um, there's a lot to prove on Saturday, and you're going to do it for the you know first time um, really this season in front of what's going to be an electric crowd because, the guy, again, obviously, you know, the Quinterlies, the Stansberries, the all these new Jaquan Walton, they've never – you didn't experience in Alabama State or Jackson State what you're going to experience hopefully tomorrow at 2 o'clock. So with everything, you know, lower bowl sold, um, this should be a pretty electric atmosphere tomorrow and a huge opportunity for the Tigers to go out and really impress the college basketball world. There's no way – I'm going to say this. There's no way. We're, I'm going to go – 100%. You beat this Clemson team, there's no way you're not in the rankings on this time will come Monday. Yeah, I, I mean, especially with Northwestern losing already to Chicago State. Like, mm-hmm. Again, they're 13. You're not beating 21. What was Arkansas? 20? Right, exactly. Like, like That's people, the other part you know, people, of, They're 13 and undefeated, too, John, one of the few undefeated exactly. left. And you're so they're, allowed they're, to pass teams right, right. that don't lose. Yes, you are. And and, like and, I, and as you should, quite frankly, with the, with exactly. the resume, you've gotten what you will have if the, if you're exactly. including this one. I mean, that win at Texas A&M is, right. a, is as impressive as anybody's. And so it happens all the time, and it should happen. I mean, some you know some you know all records are not created equally. Okay, um, we did we not learn that, Jason, two weeks ago. In terms of the college football playoff. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. Excuse me. Learned, I was, we, I was answering know, we should, a text and had missed your reference yeah. there. Yes, we well, learned again, from the college football you know, that's, that's some That's some stuff you're trying to pull when I'm not there. No, I'm trying to make sure the show continues to go smoothly, dude, with our next segment. So don't you do well, your play. Again, I'm not in the – as you can tell, I'm not in the mood for play-play today. Today's a big well, show, you, very you newsy show, and we're trying to give people very serious takes here. Are you texting Troy P. Owens, Jr.? No, I'm making sure that uh, Sane can call in. Okay, because he's used to coming in studio, if you must know. Handling business behind the scenes. Go ahead, back to your college football playoff reference and records. But, yes, I mean, you're allowed to pass teams even if they win and you win uh, because it's about your resume. It's about, you know, who you're beating. Who you're beating. Like, I mean, do I think that, you know, Memphis is, is, is better than, a you know, an undefeated, uh, you know, SWAC team, just as an example, of course. I mean, I don't think there is an undefeated SWAC team. I'm just using it as an example. Like, you should, you're allowed to pass teams if your week was better. Just that simple. So don't get caught up in the, oh, Memphis is X number of spots. No. Memphis can get in the top 25 if they beat Clemson. It is that simple. Um, and it's going to be overdue, but uh, it, 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 it still, you know, should happen and will and and I believe will happen. So, yeah, look, I'll be interested to see what the line on that game is. I think it's uh, most likely a pick, most likely. Uh, maybe, maybe Memphis minus one. Um, I will say I, I might be interested in Memphis. I think they get I'm it done. I'm very interested in Memphis rolling in this game. I feel real good about it. Uh, John, That's I'll let- the second time you've used that verb. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do, do you have a, do you have like a, 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 a do you have like some news maybe like, have you paid off a Clemson player? I'm just trying to figure out why you are so confident. No, I just got a really good feeling. Again, uh, with that crowd, that crowd tomorrow is a good chance going to be a weapon. 
and in, in terms of uh, benefit to Memphis. And so, you know, if those guard the three-point line, that's the key with Clemson. That's I mean, they, they get, you know, at least a third or more of their, of their points from there. They're so efficient from three. They don't turn you over, John. They're one of the worst teams in the country at forcing turnovers. So, again, if you're talking about a defense that isn't pressuring the Tigers, then there shouldn't be any, you know, uh, uh, um, shouldn't be any. Uh, I don't, there's no reason for this game to be messy, uh, like it was at times against VCU, uh, like it was for a little bit there, especially the end against Texas A&M. That's not what Clemson does, and so I just I I, I think lot things line up well for Memphis in terms of the matchups. I realize PJ Hall a fantastic player, uh, but Penny's been pretty good at, at developing game plans to stop you know the top two guys. I'll go back to real quick. Had a little trivia question for you. Penny Hardaway's teams, John, are 31 and three in non-conference home games. Uh, again, that's Penny. Wow. I, I put it Penny Hardaway's teams because two of those wins this year uh, came without him on the floor. Again, 31-3. and three. Can you guess the three non-conference home losses? I'm sure you can do at least one that have come yeah. under Penny Hardaway. In the, what, now we're in year six. I know one off top, which was Tennessee in December. That was the first one, 2018, December 2018. Uh, my guess is you're not going to be able to th- – the third one I've completely forgotten about. Uh, but my guess is you're not going to be able to come up with either of the second two. Non-conference home losses. Non-conference home losses. There are only three of them in the six years that Penny Hardaway has been here. Uh, They've won nine in a row. Georgia. They lost to Georgia. Bam. That's one of them. That's the second one, January 2020. That was that Wiseman year. They were actually rolling pretty good. It knocked off Tennessee, right? The second year, Wiseman's yeah. gone by then. But I want to tell you, they were like 11-1, and 12-1 before that Georgia loss. It was incredibly... Yeah, Anthony a, Edwards, that was Anthony Edwards. And A.E., and that was a bad Georgia team, right, that you thought yep. coming in, this is one the Tigers are going to yep. get, and they lost that game. All right, very good. Yep. That's two out of three. You're rolling perfect. Can you get the third one? It might have been like a... It might have been like a... Uh, it was the next COVID. year. I'll give you that clue. It was the co. It was the COVID year. I freaking knew it. Um, I'm not gonna guess it. Twenty 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 one. December of twenty one. You won't be able to guess it because it's not. You're probably thinking powerhouse. You're probably trying to think of what SEC team did they lose. It wasn't that. Was it? Uh, was uh, yeah. I give up. Who was it? Murray State. Oh, yeah. December 2021. The three are to Tennessee, Georgia, and to Murray State. He's won nine in a row uh, at home, non-conference opponents since that home loss to Murray State. Back on yeah, December I, mean, I remember 10, it now. I mean, I'm trying to put that out of my memory, but it, yeah, that, that, that was, was a nasty one too. We I remember coming yep. in here. Yeah, yep. we we were all concerns. Like, oh my gosh, where's it? Yeah. I mean, making everything. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, and, and the stat: 37 percent of Clemson's points come from behind the three point line. They're one of the best three point shooting teams in the country. PJ Hall's awesome. Atmosphere should be electric tomorrow uh, at two o'clock when the Tigers tip off. It's on ESPN Plus. So get your butts on down there. Sit in the terrace. Take the picture by the Zebo uh, record. And uh, everybody be happy with a Tigers winning going away. There you go. Buy a ticket, take the ride. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. We got buy a ticket, take the ride. We, we can talk about Brandon Staley and Raiders later. We got, we got. I believe we've got Anthony saying ready, ready to roll. So if you're good, we're gonna take a look. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Break before we get to say Anthony Sane is the host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Make sure you're checking it out. New episode, I believe, dropped at noon. The tribal chief of Grizz Twitter, independent journalist, and founder of Asylum Media Group that is doing great things in the Memphis media industry. Father of five-star 2032 multi-sport prospect Gabriel Sane. You could follow him on X at Sane Asylum. He was just covering the John Morant media availability and kind enough to join us now. Brother Sane, how are you, and how was uh, how was Ja? Man, I'm good, man. I slid over to uh, Hooters out here by FedEx Forum. Nice. As soon as the uh, the media availability was over, having another watch party. We're going to watch Ja, uh, his first game back against uh, New Orleans on Tuesday here at 6.30, man. I'm just over here sitting at the table, sitting on the ground over here with my good friends at Hooters. But, yeah, man, it was great, man, it, uh, to see Ja back. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, he had the, uh, the tech suit on, had, had the dreads, you know, locked up, twisted up. You know what I'm saying? With the two-strand twist or whatever, it was just good to see 12 back in the building answering questions, some good questions, some bad, some expected, some unexpected. So it was good stuff. What Was there anything that, in terms of jumping out at you or anything that you expected him to say that he that he didn't or anything you were surprised by in terms of his comments? What, uh, what jumped out? He was asked questions like, you know, you, you get the typical did you learn your lesson type right. stuff. And I was like, yeah, I did, but I'm still going to be me, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to make smart decisions, but I'm not going to be a totally different person. Like, I'm, I'm going to be who I am. I've, I've been on this quest for peace, and I found that. He said, man, but, like, you know, as far as, like, not being me, I'm still going to be 12, bro. I let, that's what's made me successful. And I agree, man. You know, I, I, I want y'all to I – don't, I don't really care how he moves. Just move in silence, man. Move, move where we – move better, man. Move wiser, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to tell the man to change his lifestyle, but, you know, just add a little tinkering to it, man. All the greats have done it, you know what I mean? All the guys who come through here who 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 had did things that they did that we don't know about, we didn't know about them, you know what I mean? Right. So and I think that's how y'all got to move. And he said, he said, man, I've done things, you know, that y'all don't know about, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, I thought that was, you know, uh, cool to say. That was I was surprised to hear him say that, but you know, yeah, I'm I'm just happy to see him back, man. He's he's ready to get back on the court. He talked about, you know, he owned a lot of responsibility too. He said that he realizes that him being away has put the team where they are, but he's still but he's still optimistic. You know that he can uh, he can help get this team back where they need to be. Saying, school me real quick. I'm just curious. Were, were there were there uh, were there national reporters up in there? Or was it just mostly yeah, the local yeah, guys? Yeah. Uh, I know I saw Tim McMahon there. and saw a few other unfamiliar faces. I will assume those were national people. Uh, you know, Tim was in the building. I think he got some, which is crazy. I saw. It seemed to look like he had some exclusive stuff going on after the interview. I'm like, I just you know, mm. dude, just came in here and trash this man. Then y'all gonna give him an exclusive? And then give him an exclusive? Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. They were setting up for man. I might, I might totally be wrong. You know what I mean? I hate to talk out of turn, but it just it seemed like they were setting up something for Tim uh, after you know uh, after the the, the mask scrum mm. or whatever. Yeah, but you know, you know how that um. goes, bro. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Anthony. Um, what were what some up, of the bro? bad questions? 
just like, you know, kind of forgetting you talking to a grown-ass man up there, bro. Like, kind of like, like, like it's the media's job to make sure he's scolded or make sure he learned the lesson. I mean, I, I get those in natural questions, bro, but it's like, who, who are we to even, like, get into that type of stuff with that dude, man? I'm just, me personally, bro, I'm, you heard the questions I was asking, man. I'm trying to have fun. I want him to have fun. And I'm just, I just want to see the dude back on the court playing basketball. I'm not going to act like he's, you know, beat, his, beat up his wife or, you know, sleeping with some kid. I'm not, not, I'm not, the dude didn't do none of that, bro. So I'm just glad to see him back. Like, I don't, I'm not going to have the, the morality conversation with John at all. It, um, yeah, like I think. Go ahead, John. I think uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say like we were talking about that, saying like it, <clears throat> like just the sort of the way that you know, I, I, it's like at some point, you know, Jod didn't like he didn't kill anybody. He didn't like yeah. he, he didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, I mean, he hurt his teammates by not being available. But it's not like mm-hmm. it, the 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 action unto itself was not a you know uh, a harm to society. It's like it almost yeah. feels like it's, this. It's getting to be a little much, isn't it? Just in terms yeah, of like yeah, the whole, man. yeah, like this was this was a, this is a John Morant issue only. It's not you yeah. know, it's not everybody else. You know, I understand this is the way the media machine works, but it's like this, this is something he's just got to figure out himself. Yeah. The mistakes Ja is making is just between Ja and Ja. Yeah, it's it's a moving silence type thing. Like this this Ja summer summer project is being learned how to move in silence. That's literally all he's had to do. Like he didn't he's not doing any he didn't do anything that was you know damaging anybody. You know what I mean? So. You know, that whole thing. But I will say this, though, man. Shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies organization for the way they set up this press conference. It was set up, you know, podium style, right. in the media room. Everybody was sat down. That You didn't have phones in his face, people, you know, yelling out questions to him. He wasn't with his back up against the wall. It's real professional. I think there was a, a lot less tension in this in this particular press conference than the last one we had with Ja uh, when he came back the last time. I think it was real respectful of the situation. You know, um, and I and I want to give a shout out to them for sure the way they had it set up. <clears throat> I, I know what I know. He said saying that he's not focused on play in and playoffs. You got to focus on the now, right now, and really you know digging uh, yourself out this out this hole. But um, I, I mean, you can't get into his mind. I'm not going to ask you if 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 you think he believes that they can still make a plan. But but you. Uh, now, because if you look at the analytics, bro, it is. I mean, I, I, I at one point was super optimistic a couple weeks ago. If you look at the numbers now, it is going to be hard to jump some of these teams. What What is your belief level, your confidence level, that once you've got Ja back on Tuesday, you get Kennard and Smart in here, that they can indeed be in a play-in, jump these teams yeah. they need to and be in the play-in? Has it changed yeah, at all? I, I think that I believe the same thing that Ja believes. I think Ja believes they can do it. Uh, shout out to Paris Sharkey, man, uh, my weekly guest on Anthony Sane show, also uh, Grizzlies beat writer for Bluff City Media. Uh, he brought up a very, very interesting stat, man, from Jaws' rookie year. Uh, the, the Grizzlies were six and sixteen at one point during Jaws' rookie year, and Jaws was out with the injury. That was when he fell uh, uh, with the cameraman thing. You remember that? Yep. His rookie year. Yep. The Grizzlies went on to make the play in that season, with starting off six and sixteen. And that was, uh, of course, it was a shorter season. It was the, you know, pandemic or whatever. But they still got back around eighth, ninth in the West by the time that, that, you know, the season ended, you know, however it ended or whatever. So I just thought that was very interesting just to see the effect of this team once they got John Moran back. And you're talking about a team, man. You're getting not only John Moran back, but you're getting Marcus Smart and, like you said, Luke Kennard back very soon around him. If those three guys can get, the, get together and the rest of these guys jail, with this version of Jaron Jackson Jr., with this version of Desmond Bain we're seeing, I wouldn't be surprised to see this team run off and look like one of the better teams in the league 
after John Moran gets back. And if that gets them in the play-in, who knows if it gets them to the point where they can make the playoffs, you know, it still, you know, remain to be said, be seen. But it's going to be a super fun run regardless uh, when John Moran comes back. And I think that's what – that's the most important thing, man. This team is going to make a run where they get very close, if not into the play-in situation. And I know you've got teams ahead of them like the Clippers, like Golden State, teams like that who need to fall down, Houston, those type of teams who you think need to fall down for us to get in. But I just think it's going to be a fun run either way. Well, just on that, I mean, I'm uh, just on the two you mentioned, Houston and Golden State, like especially with Golden State right now, the deal with Draymond, how bad they've mm-hmm. been when Draymond's not on the floor. Um, mm-hmm. There's that to believe. And then with the Rockets, man, I, I realize they're 11-1 and at home, but they're 1-8 and on the road. And it's still a team that's going to you know, have to learn how to win uh, as the stakes go up. Uh, with the regular season, and so I, I don't, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think it's impossible. I think those two teams in particular could be teams that you end up passing up if, again, yeah. you you have the kind of run that I guess we both still think yeah. is possible. Yeah, yeah. I stayed up there to talk to Dylan too, man. I don't know if y'all want to hear any of that type of stuff, but I did. Uh, I was able to sit down with Dylan Brooks. He looked like he was reflective, people. saying, "Tell us." I mean, yeah, he looked man. like more of that than yeah. any kind of anger or, or, or vitriol. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said, he said, he of course he felt the way about things, but he understands, you know, it's the business, whatever. Yeah. He basically said that the Grizzlies, him and the Grizzlies, had talked about his contract the entire season. Um, it seems like a lot of the reports that you're hearing locally are true, is that the money pretty much was about the same, but it was just a matter of the years. That, that felt like that was a true sentiment of what mm-hmm. you've been hearing in some of the reports, that the Memphis wasn't willing to give him, you know, the multiple years that Houston was. Um, but, yeah, he, he said he wanted to be here, you know, and he still has, you know, moments where he wished he could be a part of, of, of what he started here in Memphis, man. But uh, Dylan's one of those guys. I'm glad he's coming back. I like how Chris Chris Harrison said maybe the most uh, villain-esque thing to do with Dylan is boo him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Boo him with love, man. That might be how we need to greet uh, Dylan tonight. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely uh, appreciative of the time he came here that he gave to this team. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Dylan is like ninth all-time in, in franchise history as far as scoring is concerned. So he, he's definitely had an impact on the franchise, man, offensively and defensively. Um, I hate things went down the way they did. I saw Ima Udoka uh, in the tunnels as well, spoke to him. I didn't get a chance to, to uh, kind of pick his brain on how he thinks he got a different version of Dylan. I didn't want to speak out of turn because I just randomly saw him. I didn't want to just break out talking to him. I'm trying to stay in protocol today. But, yeah, uh, good to see <laughs> Dylan back. Yeah, we're talking to Anthony Sane. Uh, joins us every Friday here. On the show, uh, I know you were you were down there, you know, with the with the Grizz. But as as Ja was talking, uh, Mikey Williams' attorney came on with us and basically said that he would not only would he be open to joining the team this year if it gets through, he would be willing to join the team next year if he has extended that invitation. Which I kind of found, um, you know, a little surprising based on the opportunities that Mikey may have. Um, what do you think that says about Penny, man? That that you know, it it, it almost sounded to us like it's, it's a Penny thing. It's like I want to be yeah. coached and mentored by Penny. Um, yeah. What do you think that says about him as a coach? And you know, the 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 the, the gravitational force he seems to be, you know, with certain guys. I think it says a lot about him, man. I think it says that you know he's a guy who does put these guys as individuals first and people, and the way he's kind of handled this whole situation with Mikey, man, not kicking him off to the side. Even the six, like I, somebody was asking me, like, why is why didn't Penny just come out and say what's going on or what went on with the Jordan Brown kid or whatever? I don't know what you guys have been saying or, or what you guys can speculate about. I just think Penny's that type of dude, man. I don't think he's the type of dude who's just going to – I think he likes to protect these relationships with these dudes. Yep. I was like, man, it might, it might be something behind the scenes, whether it's NIL-wise or just 
uh, career-wise with Jordan Brown, well, Penny's handling it the way that's best for him. What, what is Penny gain by throwing that kid on the bus and saying he quit or he's gone? Whatever. Like, it don't matter to him. He's just going to move forward with what he knows is the truth. And, and he doesn't have to particularly put Jordan Brown in a bad way. So I think it's something positive he's trying to do for the kid, even with the way he's uh, portraying this whole Jordan Brown thing, man. But I'm, I'm, uh, y'all asked about going back to the John Moran stuff. Did y'all, y'all heard the question when I asked him about guys who, who the media is putting in front of him, right? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the tail end of what you said. Yeah, when, when, when you, you asked, asked what, you, you, oh, yeah, yeah. you basically, yeah, go ahead, say. Did you did did you hear when I asked him about guys that the media has put in front of Ja? No, I didn't. Y'all didn't y'all, oh, okay, yeah, I asked him what does he think about the the Tyrese Halliburtons of the world and the Jalen Brunsons of the world, guys that people are saying are better than him since he messed up. And Ja was like, he don't, you know, he don't care about none of that. So I called extreme level cap on Ja when he said that because I, I, I kind of know how Ja gets down, but. I'm kind. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. that. That that's cap right there. What about the not yeah. talking to anybody else in the NBA? Folks that offered advice. Didn't he shoot that down? No, I hadn't talked to anybody. Just my family. Yeah. Well, was that, that cap too, or is that is that for real? I think that's partially true. But Dylan Brooks said he talks to him. He talks to him about twice a week. Yeah. I know Dylan's a former teammate, but he plays for another team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Hey, I'm I mean, also I'm also going to call cap on uh, like the fact that Josh said I'm not trying to have a historic first game back. Feels like to me, he is for sure about to have a historic first oh, yeah. game back, bro. And it's against Halliburton, like, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm taking uh, if the over is forty, I'm taking it, bro. That, that, bro. The, the Halliburton's the first home game, right? He, you, you expect him yeah. to play against the Pelicans on the on the nineteenth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He gonna play on the nineteenth, yeah. but uh, I think he against Halliburton. Like I said, a guy who they have hyped up to be everybody saying, you know, he's past John, all those type of things. Yeah, I think John's gonna the boogeyman gonna be back, man. It's, it's like kind of like Candyman. They've been saying his name to me. Bro, times, man. I think he's dropping the pop up. On I can't. Him. I cannot wait, bro. Like, I mean, I think people, you know, obviously, it's just been so long, man. Like this dude, this dude is about to rejuvenate the whole city, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's that's real, man. Like, um, you just you can just hear people excited, you know, about job coming back. We've seen ticket prices go down, ticket availability going up. Uh, as far as games are concerned, it's like people are waiting for for John to get back. You know, uh, shout out to, to Jaron and uh, Bain, who've had a great, you know, season so far as individuals. But you know that that John's the man who, you know, brings brings that that uh, you know the stuff that makes it box office, man. It makes this team one of the most exciting teams in the league. And I'm I'm just ready to see him back, man. I know the city's ready, and you know it's, it's time to get this done out there. I'm glad you went to Jaron and Bain because I, I wanted to go there. You retweeted this from uh, Stat Muse that Jaron of the last five games, it's 33.4 points, 5.2 rebounds. Uh, 1.6 steals, 1.1.6 blocks per game. Um, mm-hmm. Also shooting what 49% from three over the last five. How, how much of yeah. this can you get to carry over to once Jaws back? What is it? 85 in the last two games. Uh, what have yeah. you liked, and how much of it can carry over? Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Me and Daniel Greer, um, host of Greer's Nine on One on Bluff City Media, we talked about this. How he says that he thinks Jaron's game is gonna, he thinks Bane's game is gonna look better, possibly. And he's going to, you know, Ja's going to help Bane be in there. But he's kind of iffy about it if he thinks Jaren's level of play can continue once mm-hmm. Ja gets there. But that's the thing, man, I think that could be the Ja's benefit. If you can find a way to get Jaren going early, I think it just makes Ja's game op- open up even more. You know what I mean? I yes. think this version of Jaren, we talk about how, how Ja can open up this version of Bane. I think this version of Jaren can open up Ja's game. If you got that big man that you can, uh, that can pull guys off of you, but you got just a little bit more of a scene to throw that floater or just get to the basket with a guy like Jaron being more of a threat. I think if they start off the game trying to get him going offensively, it can make the game easier 
for a guy like Ja, especially a guy like Desmond Bain who can knock down shots from three. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be up, man. I think uh, yeah. the 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 race will be on, man. It just you know. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, what, Jason? I mean, they'd have they'd have to pull off an upset tonight, man. It's three and a half hundred dogs to get to to get to seven, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we don't know yet on Desmond Bain. He's still questionable with the illness. You didn't right. get any other right. indications, see, did you, on that tonight? Did you saying while you were down there? Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay. I, I could not see Desmond Bain not playing the Dylan return game. Bro. Like, there's no way in the world that Desmond That's Bain going to win that game. If he's going to be out there with a with a mobile IV strapped <laughs> around his neck, <laughs> there's no way that man missing that game, bro, for sure. Do you yeah, think it's just uh, going to go from night to day in terms of – I know that Indiana game will be crazy and a hot ticket. Mm-hmm. I mean, but winning's got to factor into that too, or do you just think Josh Star yeah. Power automatically has that thing back full and vibrating again? Yeah, you'll have people like, you know, a lot of people may not be able to get this Pacers game. I'm sure that ticket's going to go crazy. Yeah. But you have people who buy those other games who couldn't get this game. And yeah. I think it's going to be a, especially if they get if they get some big wins, man. So, you know, so yeah, I think it's going to be crazy uh, for a while. Y'all could send Anthony know. Edwards a clip and say, "Look, it ain't dead. I mean, it was just it was just down while Josh yeah, was out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. that was See, not little, yeah. little CPR." Yeah, a little CPR. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure, man. All right. Well, are you uh, any part of you and John tried to get you over to Tigers? I mean, John tried to get you over to Tigers on that Mikey thing. How excited are you about this opportunity for Old Penny and the guys tomorrow? It feels like feels yeah, like yeah, a man. big one for them. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was I've been talking on my show how I haven't been invested really in Tiger basketball since maybe the Four Kings season. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I saw the, the Wiseman team, uh, once I saw there was a bunch of kids out there, didn't know, didn't know what they were doing. I was like, all right, I tried it, but I'm back. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. The old Miss Laws got got me a little invested. Man. I felt a little. I, I I told you that you know I could I watch those guys lose and I move on. It ain't a big deal. But the old Miss Laws did something to me, man. And seeing them pull out the big win against Texas A&M, I was down for that. Uh, I was engaged in the VCU win as well. It, it feels like uh, circa 2011, uh, Anthony Sane over here, man. It comes down to, to Tiger basketball. Uh, Penny's got an exciting team. Um, it seems like the Jordan Brown thing had, made, had possibly had a heavier cloud over the team than we probably realized uh, with him being away from the team now. They look like a totally different team. That kind of stuff matters, though, man, when you've got guys that you know are openly disgruntled and guys who openly aren't looking like the guy that you thought they would be. Um, so I think that him being removed from the team kind of uh, removed some of that heaviness. Uh, good to see whenever this kid, this Tomlin kid, um, when they can be able to get in. And, and, and I, I joked about this too, man. I've been one of the biggest proponents for NIL deals and, you know, uh, transfer portal, all those type of things. But, but there's nothing that, that, that officially showed me that college basketball is the pros more than the kid playing for one school at the beginning of the year. It's basically saying, all right, bro, I'm about to go play for a dozen school mid-season. Like, that, that makes me feel like, yeah, just, just get the whole amateur part out of this. But, uh, yeah, that's a big pickup for Penny, man, to get that guy. And I think that um, – you you'll see dividends yep. paying, you know, on, you know, throughout the season with it. Uh, you you you're in your uh, Memphis Roar bag, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I, I was writing for Memphis Roar last time. I cared as much about Tiger basketball. Yeah, for sure. Man, it's that Memphis Roar, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Me and my hey, boy John Mark taking us back. <laughs> yeah. No yeah, question. Man. Hey, well, well, Sam, tell everybody at Hooters bro. we said hello. Uh, as oh, well, yes, brother. Sir. Man, appreciate yes. you, brother. Yeah. Anthony Sane joins us every Friday here on the show. Uh, should be a uh, 
great atmosphere. You know, I mean, Memphis basketball, man. Add in John Morant, add in Naquan Tomlin. Both teams getting reinforcement. Let's go, Jason. Mikey Williams on the way next season. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm just glad we've, we've turned you, man. I'm glad that you. I have not. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you. Oh, you've changed. Don't tell us that you ain't a Mikey Williams supporter now, because I can well, hear it I in your say voice. I'm a supporter, but I, I can, But in I fairness, can feel to it me, from Vegas. Y'all, you changed. supporting that, bro? Because all he's gonna have is a misdemeanor. So you better believe. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I support. Support I support fairness. I support fairness, and I support being. I, I support being nimble when it comes to opinions. When the facts change. Well, I have a, a breaking news. This is coming from a uh, colleague of Jason Munns at the Commercial Appeal. Jason Munns, according to this source, so I'm sourcing a source, but follow me here. Okay. Uh, this is reliable. Um, Memphis is telling Jason Munns from the Commercial Appeal that the lawyer thing that he said about the committee is not accurate. Really? Yes. Well, that would be strange, considering it's his understanding. What's who's he turned it over to? You, beyond that, I have no idea. That's just the what uh, the commercial appeal is being told. I mean, there's going to be some follow up reporting on this as well. That was a big interview, y'all, and I'm not trying to overstate it because it's our station. But like, like there was a lot of that was a rosy ass interview, and it was fantastic. And I would do the same thing if I was the attorney. I wonder if that's in re- you know to your point, John. Of if it's just down now to a deal where he's going to have a misdemeanor by the time he enrolls, why is that not just left up to Penny? You know, as yep. opposed to it's got to be in the hands of a multi-person committee. Right. Realize that the president would still but have some But, I mean, that's say. what the damn lawyer but, said, bro. Oh, no, that no. That is what I he mean, said. They are Memphis. I mean, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't say that. Well, I, we're not saying us. I'm saying that Memphis. Well, I just want to make sure. I want to make sure that clear. This, it, if and when this gets, you know, yes, it, that did not come from Jason no, and no, John. No. That, that came. From that was the, the interviewee said that. That's accurate. You're correct. You're, you're oh, clean. Well, I just need you're to, clean, you know, John. I, you know, sometimes you know. No, 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 no. That's not you. That's the interviewee. Yeah, but, yeah. but I would have a hard time th- uh, believing that that uh, Troy P. Owens. Why would he? Junior, why would he make that would, up? Why would? Well, here's the deal. You're saying that you've sent information. Right, you've sent information to what you believe is a committee or whatever else. You've sent in something. It's not just a deal where you believe there to be a committee. He said he's sent in information again. So whoever he's sending it to, whether it's just the athletic director or whatever else, um, clearly it's his understanding that it's it's in the hands of Memphis. Now Memphis can talk semantics and whether or not there's an actual exactly. committee or not. Yep, and that's exactly. what that's what I'm going to be honest with you. That's what this sounds like. I just go back to John. I, I just wonder if this was because, again, you brought up the point at this point. If if Mikey's just a misdemeanor, then then mm-hmm. why do you have to, again, go back to a multi-person committee? Shouldn't that then be on Penny and the president? And maybe that maybe this answer is part of that. That, but but I, I just have a hard time believing Troy Owens would come on here completely uh, misinformed or lying and say it's that, his attorney. I mean, what are we talking about? It, I mean, his, it, it, if there's no committee, attorney. then the yeah. University of Memphis should come out and say explicitly that there is no committee. I think that might be coming. I, I don't know that well, to be fact. I, 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 I don't want to speak out of turn here. I'm just reporting something that somebody yeah. on staff said, and they didn't, you know, so. But what I what I don't understand is what the motivation of all things to 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 make up. Why on earth would that be it? Well, because it is important on who makes the final call if this kid gets to play either this year or come on roster or et cetera, et cetera. You know. Well, I mean, I I I, I think it's been fairly obvious the way Penny has played this that if it was solely up to him, this dude would be on campus right now. I'm, Jason, am I am I misreading this? 
I don't think you're misreading it. I, I didn't mean to step in front of you because I was the one reading the, the text. But in some cases, I, I don't. I don't understand the game that is being played. I guess sometimes when I'm, you're a parent, you tell them, you tell people that mom made the decision, but you made the decision. So I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but that that kind of s happens. What, what, can you read again what it is that you said Munns said? So this is. Uh, let me get the text. It's a text as Memphis, opposed to a... Memphis, being the University of Memphis and Jason Munn's source, said that the thing that the attorney said about the committee is not accurate. Right, but but again, I would go back to, uh, and Munn's had it an hour ago, much as he said, much of what Owen said to us today is what Randy Grossman, the other attorney for Mikey Williams, said a few weeks ago, that it's up to the university. So again, whether it's a committee, whether it's Laird Veach or whatever else, it seems pretty obvious that right now, at least that that uh, a Mikey Williams understanding is it's not Penny, it's 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 someone else within the university, but that it's right. on the university. As again, as as Munzee had to get in the, Munz on here in the tweet. Quick. So <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, I think I think did, know, a, did Munz know when he sent you that? This that, is all that I have. Would, that, this that is that from, you were going to you know no. say it publicly, right? I mean, I think I would, you know I would wonder that. I don't. Yeah, there's a little game because yeah, Munz hasn't tweeted what you're no, saying. No, this is right? not public information. Okay. This is this is a right. source. So I don't know. Like I'm I'm double sourcing here, so maybe I can get Munz on. I'm huh. just, I'm just, I'm just trying to. We don't need to have Muns on. I mean, I'm just, you know, it, it, it's just a situation where it's like, okay, it, it, what, what is the university trying to convey here? What are they trying to say? Right. What's, the, what's the goal of this information um, from, you know, from Troy? You know, why would he? You know, again, I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it as to yeah. why uh, the the attorney would make something like that up when he's trying to get his client eligible right. uh, or not eligible, but but on the court. So I, you know, it's a really don't. interesting interview. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not like. I don't know Troy Owens. I've never met him. I've never talked to him in my life before today. So I'm not sitting here saying that. Oh my God! I have to. I'm just trying to understand. You know what I'm saying, Jason? I'm just trying to understand the motivations from both parties here, because um, obviously there 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 has to be. I mean, I can understand Troy's motivation, <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I wouldn't understand if you make something up, you know, that's not true. I, you know, I. I, I it's I, not. I it's it's not important right now that you or I understand in terms of the process. But what it is important in terms of the University of Memphis in this is that Mikey Williams and his people understand what the process is. I, I realize it's still a privilege to be on this Memphis team and everything else, and 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 they've got the right to not want to bring Mikey Williams in, even after this thing has been dropped from nine charges to nine felony charges to one misdemeanor, but it, it clearly isn't clear on, on Mikey Williams' side sort of what the process is now. If if indeed what Munns is telling Brad is true, that there isn't a committee, well, Memphis needs to get that right. straightened out with Mikey Williams, and then we can all understand. Right. I just have, again, have a hard time believing that a California attorney that's been the head of Mikey Williams' team the entire yeah. time is going to come on here and, and lie about a committee or lie about having sent things in. He's clearly sent in the facts to Memphis. Who decides Mikey's future is what we it seems like we're unsure on now. Whether that's Penny, right. whether it's the university, but again, as has been reported, and Randy Grossman, the other attorney, said, it's on the university now. How that looks exactly. seems to be we're a little unsure on now, apparently. Here's more. <laughs> I don't think there's been some special committee formed for Mikey. It's the same group of people that decide this sort of stuff for any student trying to enroll when they have criminal stuff on their well, record. Well, then, then that's just lost in transition between... Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just, I mean, because because it's that is a, a committee to Troy, to Troy, exactly. Right. So, again, I mean... It's, a, it's just his... It's just, right, it's semantics. Just his, and doubting the credibility yeah, exactly. of... Uh, uh, you know, doubting the, the credibility of Mikey's lead attorney after he just came on and laid it out for us, it w- would be wrong on our part. 
So that it's clearly lost in terms of the. Of course, there's a committee deciding it, and I guess it. You know, it, to some, it may have come across what Troy was saying as there's been some new committee form. Point is, it's in the university's court. It's in the in the ball is in their court now. And so again, all right. of this this is semantics we're talking about right now. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, well, Old we just committee, same committee, new committee. Yes. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.